Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to Christ. Let me see. I recall when I was in seminary being told that the meaning of the word liturgy uh, was work of the people. That's actually not true. Uh, but they used it, and, uh, and it was a hobby horse that they wrote some bad doctrine on. Uh, what the word actually means uh, would be more like a public work. Uh, for example, in ancient Rome, uh, one of the most common public works would have been the games. And the games uh, were oftentimes put on at somebody's expense. You know, it takes a lot of money to buy, you know, uh, all the stuff that, you know, gladiators and stuff and lions and bears and tigers and stuff like that. And somebody's got to put the money up for it. And it was considered a, a great, uh, you were a benefactor of the whole city if you paid for some games. Uh, in fact, if you were really wealthy and you didn't pay for some games, uh, there are some examples in antiquity where the people came to your house and would hang you. Uh, they wanted their game, their games. Uh, those were liturgies. Sometimes a public work can be more practical. For instance, in ancient Athens, uh, warships uh, would be paid for uh, by wealthy patrons. The city needs to have a navy to go with the Persians or something. And so rich Athenians put up the money to build ships, and that was called a liturgy. We, as Christians, borrowed the word uh, and use this because this is this public thing we do, the divine liturgy. We offer this up as an offering to God on behalf of it all, of us all. It's a public work. All societies have liturgies, and they operate both on the level of public works like, uh, you know, the games of Rome or the triremes of Athens, uh, but they even have a kind of religious element to them. Uh, and we're always slightly ambiguous about this in our culture because we live in a culture that use, these days declares itself to be secular. And so we have the, a secular a game going on tonight of trick-or-treating. If, tri if, if they're doing it tonight or not, I have no idea. I don't have any children in that thing. If they're even doing it this year, maybe they're coming to the door and standing six feet away and you're seeing if you can hit the bag or not. Uh, that makes good sense. Uh, but, you know, Christians, evangelical Protestant Christians, for instance, are very ambiguous about this holiday, people dressing up like ghosts, witches, demons, uh, and things, and going out and ringing doorbells. And, uh, of course, evangelicals can get nervous about Christmas trees and uh, stuff like that. I saw an article uh, today in which the, uh, it noted even in Romania, uh, there's a big deal that from the small number of Catholics in Romania, uh, they decorate the graves and stuff sort of like a, uh, like a day of the dead as in Mexico. Uh, and many of the Orthodox have picked up on it because what I know about Romanian Orthodox is they will not miss an opportunity to honor the dead. Uh, they're, they're almost the only ones here who even bother to remember when we're having uh, panahidas on the days for the departed. Uh, the rest of us haven't quite picked up on that, but they, they tend to be the most common ones to show up with Kaliba and, and other things that way. But, so we have this thing tonight. It made sense if you're on a Western calendar, Anglican, Catholic, or whatever, uh, and tomorrow was All Saints Day, 
And this was actually All Hallows' Eve, the Eve before All Saints. You could find some way, as I did every year, to preach about it and tie it into All Saints. And the day after All Saints, November 2nd, is All Souls' Day, which is uh, the one day of the year that is like our seven or so uh, uh, Soul Saturdays. But they do that, you know, and that oftentimes would get overlooked as well. When I was a child uh, here in the South, there was a day called Decoration Day. Uh, that was the Confederate version of Memorial Day. Memorial was uh, Yankees remembering their dead, and Decoration Day was the Confederates remembering our dead, uh, and you went out and you decorated the graves, and oftentimes had a picnic. Uh, and that was, you cleaned up the graveyard and you decorated the graves. That was a common thing that got folded in and disappeared, and people oftentimes do nothing on Memorial Day other than a good day at the lake. Uh, and, and not even then a remembrance. We are not a society that thinks much about the departed, but we are a society that struggles and needs liturgies. And, uh, the problem with this particular liturgy in our culture is it's so shallow. It's kind of a, a liturgy, a public liturgy that celebrates chocolate uh, and um, scary stuff. And, you know, and I guess that would make the Feast of St. Valentine a celebration of rom-com movies, uh, you know, romantic comedies or something, the ones you watch on that holiday weekend. And, you know, and, and these holidays are rather shallow. It, the culture knows hardly anything of what to do with Easter because it's so blatantly Christian. You know, they try to ride the bunny as far as they can, but even that doesn't work very well. Uh, Christmas, they've managed to pretty well, if possible, keep Jesus out. Uh, there was a lawsuit in Japan that loves Christmas for some reason and brought it. There was a lawsuit in Japan against one of the churches uh, for them trying to appropriate this holiday. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, of course. Uh, so we have sort of an ambiguity about all of this, but there's the way in which we as a nation suffer greatly because we don't have a liturgy. We need one desperately as a nation, a, a time that you came together and would set aside all differences and actually paid attention to the common good. The closest we probably get is Thanksgiving, which uh, under the question of who you're gonna thank, still seems to be inherently non-secular. Uh, I mean, if you're an atheist, Thanksgiving is all dressed up and no one to thank. Um, so, you know, but we, we keep that. But we need these things. Uh, and we shouldn't begrudge the culture's feeble efforts to try and do some things together. Uh, because we do desperately need that. We do have a common life even if it's in a secular country. Even seculars need not to kill each other. Uh, seculars need not to hate each other. Um, uh, seculars need not to think of each other as the enemy. Um, uh, when significant events happened, such as 9-11, uh, there was a huge kind of liturgy of the nation coming together that was so profound uh, that you know, it certainly shaped us for a, a good while. Uh, but those are rare, and you pray that they don't happen again. Uh, but they are there. We as Christians 
as Orthodox Christians, have liturgies. And if you were, I, I remember being on this in Thessaloniki in Greece and walking down the street, they got bakeries all over town. And it's interesting, in the front windows of the bakeries, lots and lots, especially like uh, we were there, on, I was there on a Saturday and a Sunday for a weekend. And on Saturday, they're packed out with loaves for the church. Uh, like everybody picking up their loaves and taking them, and they, Greeks like bread more than anything especially if it's blessed at church, and they just sort of bring them in, stack them up, and who knows what they were praying for. It was in Greek. And, uh, you know, but they did that. All the bakeries were stocked with it. In a way, it was like the, the huge uh, liturgy of the people of Thessaloniki. Um, we don't have that. We, we come as this, this little group. And for us, our All Saints Day is the Sunday. Fortunately, it's a Sunday. Uh, the first Sunday after Pentecost, that's how we do that. We have seven soul Saturdays uh, to, so that we can, you know, seven chances to do what we've missed the other six times. Um, these ways to remember that. But our gathering together, which thank God we're still able to do outdoors, even though it's going to be a little chilly tomorrow, um, it, that more of us can gather together. Uh, these liturgies are important for us both that we might receive uh, the body and blood of Christ, but also because we come together as God's people. We need them. Uh, even, on, even on the most uh, simple social level, we need them. Uh, they bind us together as a people and remind us who our, our now our closest family is. And as we gather together as Christians, we put aside all differences, either male or female, bond, nor slave, rich nor poor, we put aside our differences. And these days you can say blue or red, we put our differences aside and we come together around the common Lord, the common table, the common cup, and celebrate the one common life without which no one can live. Uh, pray for our uh, society that has to live on the very thin gruel of you know, candy holidays. Uh, and the like, and scary stories. It's so thin. It's so thin. Uh, and yet, we so desperately need a time to do something together without killing each other or shouting. And so, you know, pray for our nation. Pray as we go into this difficult week. Somebody wins, somebody loses, and then we fight some more. Four more years, and on and on we go. Pray for one another. Pray that God would uh, uh, give us healthy occasions. Healthy occasions. Uh, when we could uh, come together and uh, celebrate some commonality, even at the least level of our common humanity. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Tomorrow morning, Father, you would announce us into sure. the day. Tomorrow morning we'll have Divine Liturgy at 9.30 uh, as usual. Uh, hours will start at 9.10. We'll be outside. Um, please come a little bit earlier. Uh, and also, um, we have a tendency to kind of go to one side if we come all the way around. I think this last time, more people kind of floated around a little bit more, getting used to uh, the direction that we were faced. Um, I don't really need to record my.